the Woe to Go podcast with me, Karen A.D., helping you transition through those bumpy woe moments when life has been completely disrupted into a flourishing new chapter. Let's go. Start where you are with what you have and do what you can. I'm a mum, a wife, a daughter, a friend, a counsellor, a coach, an artist, a gentle soul, and I run three businesses with my husband. And I know what I'm here for and what I'm about. I've been put on this earth to creatively inspire and encourage others. I spend most of my time helping women get through what they can't get over. And even more than that, at the same time, I teach them to thrive. I have a deep capacity to help those who are going through life disruptions and free those who are being held captive to their past traumas and struggles. It's in me. Every day, in some way, I'm helping someone understand themselves better, cope, take care of themselves, shift their perspective, let go of stuff that keeps them bound up, find balance, improve their relationships, rediscover their spark and live deeply satisfying lives. I love the work that I do. It is such a privilege to use creative ways to walk with people through the hardest times of their lives. And yet, here's the sticky part. Even though I'm a therapist, I am still a thinking, feeling, experiencing human going through the ups and downs of life, just like you. And there are those in my life who just assume I'm fine because I'm so capable. I'm kicking goals and making a positive contribution in this world. But somehow they don't see the person behind the therapist the one who has to walk through and manage struggles as well. And worst of all, because they think I'm so capable, I must be fine. Well, I'm not fine. My life is not falling apart, but I am really tired. And I have a confession to make. I've just gone through burnout. This is my story of what that looked like for me, what helped me to get through it, and how I'm making space for myself so that I can keep gently and compassionately holding space for the hurting. If you haven't listened to my podcast episode on burnout called Smoke Signals, then I recommend you pause this and jump back to that one. It will give you a really good understanding of what burnout is and how you can get through it. Just keeping it real though, it's not that I've been hiding my burnout from everyone, it's just that sometimes people can get a false idea from what they see and they make assumptions. I'm a strong, hard-working, good person. It's who I am. I set goals and do what I have to do to get stuff done. I look after myself. I exercise regularly. I make sure I get a good block of sleep. I spend time connecting with my loved ones. I love the work that I do and I'm excited about our other businesses. 
I give 100%. I'm an all-in kind of girl. I like to support my husband and our four adult children and their partners, and yet I found myself feeling bone-tired over it all the time. I had compassion for others, but it seemed to be taking a toll on me. I noticed that I was having trouble switching my brain off. I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning, which is really unusual for me, and found myself getting later and later for work. I seemed to reach capacity quicker and would have long moments when I would stare at my computer screen feeling so overwhelmed I wasn't able to think. It was getting harder and harder to rally myself, a technique that I've used with great success in the past to get through hard stuff. I struggled to focus, especially with the admin side of things, or trying to create, write, plan, dream. It was deeply unsettling. I've danced with depression before, and this felt different to depression. I'm not an overly anxious person, but I've had the odd moments or low points where I've been caught up in the whirly dance of persistent thoughts, catastrophizing and minimizing and denying. And this felt different to that too. I was tired, so, so tired. My cup was empty. More than that, my cup just couldn't hold the good stuff in. There were big leaks in it. I felt completely stuck. So here I am, a counsellor who could not see how I could possibly make any changes. Even the thought of adding something else into my life made me want to vomit. It's an uncomfortable place to be. I knew something was very, very wrong, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Blood tests turned up nothing. My doctor said I was healthy. Just that perhaps I was doing too much or working too hard and uh, missing my children now that we're empty nesters. Eventually, after talking to a few trusted friends and watching their eyes glaze over and their obvious signs that they didn't want to listen to my struggles, I sought some counselling for myself. I firmly believe that the best therapists are those who have been through therapy themselves at some point in time and seek it out whenever they need it. Receiving counselling was my turning point. This was a godsend. I didn't realise it initially, but I had given myself the biggest gift by getting counselling. I was able to be deeply and empathically heard by someone who was well able to hold space for me. It was my therapist who connected the dots with how I was feeling and burnout. It was my therapist who helped me to dig out the childhood scripts and narratives that were driving my behaviour. Things like, you have to do the work first before you can play. Lying around is lazy. Grit your teeth and you'll get through it. And it's cousin, just grin and bear it. If a job is worth doing, It's worth doing well. Hard workers are good or valued. Lazy workers are a pain in the butt. Rewards come to those who work hard. Hands up if you relate to any of those. These messages weren't serving me anymore and I needed to change the script. 
I had to learn to give myself permission to rest, that I don't have to earn rest and I certainly don't have to explain why I need to take a break. I had to learn that there's always going to be more work to do and that it's okay to leave work for tomorrow. I had to learn what my capacity was and tighten up some of my boundaries to protect myself. I had some choices to make about the kind of work that I do. I had to tweak things. I had to learn to be kinder to myself and prioritize my self-care strategies. It was my therapist who helped me to remove the blocks, the competing values and commitments that were driving my behavior so that I was able to prioritize protecting and healing my nervous system, and I love her for it. I am so, so grateful for her. I feel very blessed to have found such a beautiful, wise, gentle soul to help me find my way through burnout, sending big love her way. The thing that helped me the most was figuring out what I needed to get rid of. I was feeling tired overworked, overwhelmed and stressed. So in a funny kind of way, the solution for me was less. I had to get rid of something, lots of somethings. I had no capacity to add anything in and I already had pretty good self-care practices. This was more about what could I take out, change or tweak to protect myself I was like a rechargeable battery that wasn't able to hold its charge. The energy levels were always fluctuating, but not holding and building. I seemed to always be running on empty. I am much better now, although burnout still raises its head from time to time. I am very intentional about protecting my energy levels and am much more tuned in to my nervous system so that I can read the signs and adjust my schedule to protect myself and continue to show up for my clients with deep compassion. If you are like me and you feel like you're going through burnout and feel like vomiting at the thought of having to add something in to fix it, I encourage you to focus on the options you do have rather than the ones you don't. Start where you are with what you have and do what you can. For me, that was seeking extra help and support from a counsellor, changing the way I work, prioritising de-stressing activities such as my afternoon walk and swim with my husband, taking time off work for holidays and short breaks, and having stronger boundaries around work time and home time. It wasn't about doing more, but instead living a bit more intentionally and arranging things so that I have breathing space. This makes it possible for me to show up with integrity, care and deep compassion in the work that I love. I am just about to take a couple of weeks off for annual leave. I've been paying attention to the remnants of burnout in my system and I know I can't keep going like this. It's time to take a pause, to slow down and catch my breath, to just be, to spend time with my nearest and dearest and really cherish those deep relationships in my life. I am grateful for this opportunity to rest. In my heart and soul, I know it is time. If you want to go deeper, 
I encourage you to write and answer these questions. What is the smallest action I can take today? How can I protect my downtime? How can I connect more regularly with the people I love most in this world? What would give me some room to breathe? If you are struggling with burnout and don't know how you can possibly change things, please consider giving the gift of therapy to yourself. It really helps. And if you are fortunate enough to already work with a great therapist, this is your prompt to send some love and gratitude their way. Being a therapist is often a thankless job and it would really brighten their day to know how much they have helped you. Sending endless compassion your way. Take care. That brings us to the end of this Woe to Go episode. Thank you so much for being here. You are awesome. Hey, I would love to know what your takeaways from today were. Tag me or DM me on Instagram at The Counselling Studio. That's counselling with two L's. Until next time, remember, you absolutely can shift your woe moments into stepping stones towards a flourishing new chapter.